August is Miracle Month, and we have one more week left of Miracle Month. We got Monday night, Tuesday night, and Wednesday night. Monday night, tomorrow night, we have prayer at 7 o'clock. But before that, at 5.45, we have Authentic Essentials. There's about 80 or so of us that are in this. It's a Bible study that happens every other Monday night. This is the curriculum we're starting tomorrow. It's Galatians. I'm taking us straight through the Word of God. I say curriculum. I mean, God wrote it. I'm just going to study with you guys. It's the book of Galatians. We're going to study it together. So everybody that comes tomorrow night, we're kicking off this semester with it. So come tomorrow night, get one of these, and we'll study the Word of God together at 545. And there's dinner, and it's free, and it'll be a good time. That's tomorrow night, 545, prayer at 7 o'clock. Then Tuesday night, we got Miracle Night happening right here at 7 o'clock. How many of you have been at one of the Miracle Nights? Man, they have been powerful, so powerful. If you're wondering what happens at the Miracle Nights, we show up, we worship God, and we go from there. Every night's a little different, and every night is getting more and more powerful. This past Wednesday night, we saw, past Tuesday night, we saw a lot of miracles happen. It was powerful and awesome. And I asked Jocelyn if we could share her testimony, because she came two Tuesday nights ago, and she had her little baby with her right here, a little cute baby, but she has her son also that's about two and a half. Is that right? She wanted prayer for him. How did you come? How did you hear about it? Through Instagram. She saw it on Instagram. Miracle night. I'm there. I'm coming to get a miracle. Get your faith in the right gear. So she showed up and she's like, hey, my son is having trouble pooping. And he's two and a half. And really since we brought him home from the hospital, he hasn't pooped regularly. And we, you know, I'm not going to get into all the details of what she shared that they have to do. I'm sure you can just kind of, you know, can figure that out on your own. And we've seen all these specialists and nothing's working. And I just want a prayer that he'll be healed. So I pray with her and I gave her a miracle handkerchief. I said, take it home, put it under his bed, put it by him. I believe your son's going to be healed. She came back the next Tuesday night, which was last week. And I asked her, like, how's he doing? She's like, well, he's not better yet, but I'm believing that God's going to do a miracle in him. And I'm like, I'm believing with you. I really thought, I mean, honestly, in my heart, like, I thought it would have happened by now. I was kind of surprised. And then later on that night, the Holy Spirit put on my heart to give an invitation for someone to come to salvation and receive the Lord. And I honestly felt like that was you and you raised your hand. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be serious about this. So I went over and I prayed with her. And as I was praying with her, the Holy Spirit said, tell her that right now as she's praying to receive Christ, the Lord is bringing the miracle and her son's pooping right now. Praise God. Well, I don't know if you've ever been praying for someone's salvation before. And you're like, Father God, I think your salvation is coming. To Let me tell you, and your son is going to poop right now, Amen. right now. It's not, it's not like as normal of a word as you think it is. It's pretty weird. But in the context, it was the right word. And I spoke that over her that that was going to happen. And then she came back Wednesday night. I said, how are you? I can just tell her whole countenance has changed. If you look at her today, you see like there's joy on her. She's different than she was. She came in troubled, beat down, like she just couldn't do it. But now she's leaving with the joy of the Lord. Only comes from God. So she came back the next night, Wednesday night, for the master class, which my wife and I, hey, hey, boo, we do it together. And each Wednesday night is getting better and better. She's training me, so I'm getting better and better at it. So come this Wednesday night, it's going to be the best one yet, okay, 7 o'clock. But I said, how, how are you? How's your son? She said, you won't believe it. Right when you were praying over me, my mom messaged me because she was watching my son and said, he pooped. And I looked back at the message, and it was right at 8.30, right when you were praying over me. And God did that miracle, and she said, since then, he's been regular and doing awesome. Come on. 
You had seen how many specialists? Five specialists. Nobody knew what to do. They can't figure it out. We want to help you. We can't help you. Let me tell you what. I know a specialist. I know a specialist that supersedes every specialist. And if you go to the doctor and they tell you you need a specialist, you just come, hand me this right here. Hand me this. Hand me this word. You just come. Wow. Holy guacamole. Hallelujah. This is it right here. This is special. And it's been read. You know she stays in the word. I'm going to have to switch arms to hold this. There we go. I can do it now. I know a specialist. You walk right out of that doctor's office and you find the specialist and you speak and believe the word of God over every issue, over every infirmity, over every spot in your family, every family member, every person in the city and say this, the specialist is now at work. He's at work. He can heal. He can set free. And he says in his word, which is greater, to say to the man, stand up and walk, for you're now healed, or to say, your sins are forgiven? Which is greater, he says. And you know what he says? I do both. And he does do both. Praise God. He brings salvation. And praise God, he brings healing. And I'm thankful for it. Just to give you a little taste, because you may be thinking, that's awesome for Jocelyn and for others. I got a lot going on this week. I don't think I'm going to make it. I would tell you, cancel your plans. Unless they're with your grandma. Other than that, cancel them. They're with grandma. You know, you don't want to blow off grandma. Cancel them. And be here. I'm going to, I'm going to, uh, will you guys cue the video in the back? I want to cue this video. It's recap from just the last seven days of what God has done um, through the Monday night, Tuesday night, and Wednesday night, what he's done. I want you to get a taste of it and see. And some of it's fun. Pastor Abdiel and I are speaking in English and Spanish together. So this, this Tuesday night, I told him, because I've been preaching in English, and he's translating in Spanish. And I told him, this Tuesday night, we're going to do both, okay? Come and watch. I'm going to preach in English. He's going to translate in Spanish. Then he's going to preach in Spanish. I'm going to translate in English. Come watch. Where are you at? Where are you at, Pastor Abdiel? Tell me I'm lying. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so come find out this Tuesday night. Anyways, hey, hit the video real quick so you can get a taste of what's happening the last three days. I've marked you for this season. Yo te preparé para esta I've called you highly favored. The Spirit of God is on you. El Espíritu de Dios está en that ti. you might do mighty signs and wonders. Para hacer milagros y prodigios. Salvation flows from your lips. Salvación sale de tu boca. Lift up your hands right now. Levante tu mano. from your hands. Sanidad sale de tus manos. Prophetic words are released from your mouth. Palabras proféticas salen. His wisdom fill your mind right now. Su conocimiento llena tu mente. There is a move of God. Hay una movida de Dios. Happening in His people. Sucediendo en su gente. That cannot be denied. Que no se puede negar. It cannot be stopped. No se puede parar. And it shall not yield to any force of y, darkness. Y no echará para atrás a ninguna fuerza del enemigo. Hallelujah. Praise God. He's good. He gets the glory. Hey, if you're looking to plug in at Authentic, you're new here, let me tell you this. Right after this worship experience, we have growth track happening in the coffee house. Go straight there. Do not, do not pass go. Do not collect $1,000 yet. Just go straight to growth track. Speaking of collecting $1,000, I don't know if Karen's in here or not, but she shared a testimony this week, just more testimonies that are happening, that she just got an unexpected $1,000. Where are you at? Right there. 
Raise your hand so everyone can see you. They can see how rich you are. She, she wasn't expecting this, but I don't know if you've ever not been expecting $1,000 and you just get $1,000 cash out of nowhere. It's a great feeling. Um, and she got that this week. She was testifying about it at one of the nights. Praise God for it. So I just, over everyone in the room, $1,000. Praise God. All right. If you want to go, if you want to know more about authentic or you want to grow in your faith, go to Growth Track. It's happening right after this. It'll be a fun time. You'll, have, you'll enjoy it and you'll get to some good direction on what's happening at Authentic. Also, tonight we have groups. This weekend launches our groups. So if you're not already in a group, they're going to put a screen behind me right here so you can get plugged into one of those groups. It's tonight. If you're like, oh, man, I didn't know anything about it, it's okay. Scan the thing or put it on the card. There's cards in the seat back in front of you. Put it on there so you can go to a group tonight. There's several groups happening all around town. I want to make sure you're in one because when you're walking alone, it is not nearly as fun. I know you're like, oh, well, the Holy Spirit's with me. He sure is, man, but he designed us to be in community, all right? And it's meant that the Holy Spirit's with you and that you're bringing people into that. So there's groups, different life stages, mixed life stage, all of it that are happening. Make sure you're plugged into one so you can go. And if you can't scan the code, just grab the card in front of you, put your name on it, put groups, and we'll get you the information today so you can go tonight if you want. They happen about every other week, most of them. So they'll happen this week, they'll skip a week, they'll happen again, be a fun time. They happen in houses you're going to have a blast. Most of them eat. A lot of it's good food. The food that's not good, you just pretend it's good. And then go home and eat something else. It'll be fine. So I'm sure it'll be good. We're having child dedications come up. So praise God for that. If you have children that you have not dedicated unto the Lord, make sure you grab the card and the seat back. You put it on there so we can make sure you get information for that. So you can dedicate your babies in this next time. doesn't matter how old, how young. If they're 12 years old, 15 years old. 15 days old. We want to see you dedicate them unto the Lord. So that's going to be happening soon. So make sure you do it. And then also I've been saying the connect card. So if you're new, fill one of those out so we can get a hold of you and, and reach out and have a fun time. Hey, open up your Bible to Joshua chapter 6. In Joshua chapter 6, we're going to study this story that's there, this battle story. But before that, I want you to know this. The people of God have been brought out of captivity in Egypt. Moses brought them out. They went to go into this land God promised them. They didn't get to go in because of their lack of faith. Can you say lack of faith? Something you don't have, all right? Come on. They didn't get to go in because of their lack of faith. They, they had to go to the desert. They had to wander around in the desert for 40 years, let that generation die off so the next generation could walk in in boldness. And now Moses is gone, his generation is gone, and now Joshua is going to lead them into the land God promised. Say there's a new leader. Say I'm the new leader. <laughs> Let me tell you what, bro. The Holy Spirit leads you, and you're leading people into his presence all week long. This story is not about some pastor or some church leader or some big group thing. This story is about every single person that's here, every single family that's represented today, that you are crossing over, and I believe this, for a lot of us, have crossed over into a new place. The first thing that happens before they go into the land God promised is they have to cross the Jordan River, all right? Not the Jordan Creek. Not like, you know, like, we crossed it. Like it's a big river, and so they have to step into it while the waters are still moving. How many know sometimes you have to put your feet where it seems like they're not safe, but God said to put them there. So they put their feet in the water while it's still moving, and as they do, the waters part, and all the people go across to the other side. Now, when they get to the other side, it's not just all roses and, and, and lilies. I mean, it is, but also on the other side is their first battle, their very first battle. And their first battle is against the most fortified city up to this point that's ever existed. It's the city of Jericho in the battle of Jericho with walls that some scholars say were 10 feet thick 
and between 20 and 30 feet high. It was a fortified city. Nobody needed to go in and nobody needed to go out. There was no way to penetrate it. And God said, I have already given this city into your hand. Put your hand out. I believe this right now. That there are things right now that God has already given into your hand. He's given it. It's in your hand. And all you have to do is walk in the faith and obedience to see it happen in Jesus' name. Praise God. We can, we can go. We've had enough today, right? <laughs> all right. Joshua chapter 6, verse 1. Now, Jericho was shut up inside and outside because the people of Israel. They're like, ain't nobody coming in here. None went out, none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand and its king and mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city, all the men of war going around the city once. And you shall do this for six days. Now, wait up a second. You've seen, like, battle before, right? I mean, on a movie. Is that how it usually goes? Hey, you're here to fight, I'm here to fight. Let's walk in circles together. Not typically. Typically, you got the whole like sword and shield, the fighting thing. He's like, wait, you're going to give us the city. It's in our hand. But what you want us to do is to walk around it once a day. I'm imagining those that are inside, up on the walls of Jericho, are looking down at the crazies that are walking around it. And they're like, yo, Bob. What's happening down there? Be like, I don't know, man. Some loonies just walking around this thing. Are they like doing anything? No, man, they're just, they just circled it. And they went back. Second day. Yeah, they're circling it again and going back. Third day. They're circling it again and going back. You think they're looking for a door? Hey, guys, there's no door. Hey, hand me some rocks. Let's throw some rocks at them. Let's scream at them. By the way, it was already instructed in verse 10. And Joshua commanded the people, you shall not shout or make your voice heard, neither shall any word go out of your mouth. So while you're walking, you can't say a word. Until the day I tell you to shout, and then you shall shout. Sometimes you go through life, and you don't got one word to say. But when God says, open up your mouth, you open up your mouth. They can badger you, they can push you, they can talk down to you, they can shove you around, they can call you dumb, they can think that you're crazy. And I don't have to defend myself with my words every time. I can walk, and when the Holy Spirit says, open up your mouth and shout the goodness of God, I'll open up my mouth and shout the goodness of God. And until then, I'll stay silent on all the things he didn't tell me to talk about. Because that's how sometimes we get in our own feels and our own ways about it, is we think we have to defend God. I don't got to defend God. I got to live faith. The testimony of my life proves to the goodness of God. And if you can't see it yet, just wait. Soon you will. Because God has already promised it over into my hand. If you can't see the entire city of Arlington gathered in one for Jesus, that's okay because I can and it's already in our hand. If you can't see your loved ones already one for Jesus, that's okay because I can and it's already in our hand. If you can't see the praise of God's people erupting and shaking this city, that's okay because I can 
and it's already in my hand. If you cannot see healing coming to your house, that's okay because I can, and it's already in our hand. Come on and praise God with me. I promise you I did not show up here to half preach to you. I'd rather stay home. Rather you stay home, then we'd all be home. Home's good. Some of you could be sitting around in a chair, hanging out. I can't. I got a two and a half year old and a ten month old, so we gotta move quickly. Very quickly. I just was going out to the garage to get in the truck this morning, and the ten month old he's so fast, man. I'm like, how are you so fast? You were just so I had to carry him and do, you know, you had to do all this stuff and set him down and put him places. And you can't set him anywhere. You can't set him on the bed. You can't set him in anything. He's whoop. Just go. Praise God, though, for a blessing. People be praying for children. I'm a blessed man. I'm a blessed man. So they're walking around the city. The instructions are walk around one time each day, and then on the seventh day, to walk around seven times. And what it says is, in verse 5, And then you'll make a long blast with the ram's horns, and when you hear the sound of the trumpet, all the people shall shout with a great shout. Say a great shout. In its own way, this is what's coming out of your life this week. It's a great shout. And the wall of the city shall fall down flat, and the people shall go up, everyone straight before him. They will win the city, and their job was to win the city and then to purify it by burning it with fire so they wouldn't be tempted by any of the evil in the city. That none of the corrupt people in the city would transfer onto them that they might then go the wrong way. So sure enough, they did what they were told. They walked in obedience step by step. Every step a step of faith. Every step, the walls were up, and they were still stepping. Then they walk around seven times. The walls are still up. Then they blow the trumpets. The walls are still up. Not until they began to shout in victory as if they had already won did the walls come crashing down, and then their job was to go in and overtake the city. And then once they overtook the city, their job was to destroy the city with fire so that it would be burned up and done. And then go on into their land God had promised. Not to be terrorized by any people that shouldn't be there. There'd be more battles to come, sure. But this was their first battle. Here's the good news for us. We live now in new covenant grace. We live now in new covenant gospel. So when I lift up a shout of praise and the walls of the city come down, when I lift up a shout of praise and hard hearts become soft, when I lift up a shout of praise and arenas get filled all over the Metroplex with people coming to gather in the presence of God, when I lift up that shout of praise and the walls come down, I don't have to go in for death and destruction. I get to go in for life 
and life abundantly because now the Holy Spirit fire brings life, not death. Before, before the only cause of the sin was to bring fire and to kill. But now there's a new covenant we walk in. Because the blood of Jesus, the ultimate sacrifice, no longer does life need to be sacrificed. Rather, life gets given. In the Old Testament, moves of God shut down certain people groups and elevated only the Israelites. But now Jesus has said, I've come for everyone. Everyone who says that Jesus is Lord with their mouth and their heart and repents from their sin, follows him, shall be saved. And so I get the good news of knowing this as I walk step by step around what God tells me to do, believing that he is my God and he will do and give me what he said is already in my hand. As soon as the walls fall down, I don't go in to destroy, I go in to build up. Now that my family is ready for Jesus, I speak life and life abundantly over them and everyone. It's a different fire. It's not a fire to destroy. It's a fire to restore. And this is the power that you have in your own life this week. That you might walk around and give your shout of praise and watch walls fall as you enter new territory in the kingdom of God. Because he says now, he says now, lift up a shout. It is time. Blow the ram's horns. Put together your hands. Stomp your feet and jump up and down. He says now is the time to give shout and praise to the king of kings. Now it is. And now we know this, that as we do, outcomes begin to change. We've seen it. We've seen it. We've seen it happening. We've seen it in salvation. We've seen it in miracles. We've seen it in testimonies. I, we saw it Tuesday night. We got to pray over Kayla. She messaged me Tuesday. I'm bringing Ella Grace. Will you please pray over her? I said, absolutely I will. Ella Grace has been having some sensory issues where she's been triggered by different things. Maybe it's crowds or loud noises or things that are happening that just cause her to like, not just be bothered because she's a little kid, but just go into like this instant trauma shutting down. And we've seen incredible Moves of God happened in her family. Her whole family now has been saved and baptized because she brought them to church. When did you first come? Like this year. When was that? Second week of January. Just in this year, her whole family transformed. So I said, yeah, I'll pray for her. We prayed over Ella, Grace. Then we prayed over mom too. And she got a bonus miracle because she's, I didn't even know. There's been things that God's been delivering her from and setting her free from. But she's had a ringing in her ears 24-7 for as long as she can remember. And I laid hands on her and prayed over her. The Holy Spirit hit her, began to do work in her heart. And it went away. The ringing noise went away. And for the first time this week, yeah, praise God. It's gone. And for the first time this week, she went to sleep. 
without some other ambient noise being on to try to block that ringing noise, and there's no ringing in her ear. And better yet, the next day, not even 24 hours later, she went to grocery store, Costco. She went to Costco with her daughter, and while she was there, wouldn't you know, some alarms went off in the store. And typically that would send her daughter over the edge. She was cool. Didn't bother her, didn't phase her. She was perfect. And she messaged me, she messaged my wife and said, she's healed, it won't believe. Like less than 24 hours, God said, I'm going to show you what I already put in your hand. And I know this, that God is working miracles in every person. In any small thing, in any big thing, working miracles. And let me tell you something. For God to restore the ringing for out, out of someone's mind, for God to bring even the deliverance he's brought before. We could sit here and like for 20 minutes and share testimonies. Am I right? Praise God. Darkness, depression, bad dreams, everything just cast out. Piece by piece, it's gone. It is going. And not coming back either. Praise God. I want to give opportunity Anyone have any other testimonies that have happened over the last, over this month they want to share? Yeah. Because here's what I know. Every time we testify, we're taking another step. Another faith step. Every faith step they took around the walls was an opportunity those walls were going to fall. And every time we testify is a faith step that walls are about to come crashing down in Jesus' name. All right, share. So I knew my youth leader, Sayla, for about two years, I think. And I think once I started getting to know her and opening up to her because she was just so amazing to me, I wouldn't open up to anyone, and she just kept pursuing me. I found out that she had asthma, and I just thought, well, I, she's a Christian, right? She gave her life to God. Why hasn't she been healed? And uh, in Miracle Month... I, she took me out to get boba before she moved away to Georgia for college. And I asked her to drop me off at Miracle Night. And she said, okay, I'll drop you off, but I'll only stay for 15 minutes because I need to go home. And I said, okay. So I kind of <laughs> kept my eye on her the whole night because I didn't want her to leave without me saying goodbye. And she ended up staying the whole night. And God put on my heart whenever Pastor Mac was asking who needed healing to go to the front for physical healing. And he put on my heart to ask Sayla if she'd go up for her asthma. And I thought, oh, I don't think so. I don't, I don't think that's my place. I mean, she's, she's just, I don't know. You should tell her that. And <laughs> you tell him, God. <laughs> and he said, Whatever, whatever comes to your mind, I'm going to make it clear if it's from me or if it's not from me. And so I thought, well, I don't think I'd ever think of that if it was, you know, God. It's only God that would put that in my mind. So I asked her, what about your asthma? Would you go up for that? And she said, I was thinking about it. And I, I always debate about it in my mind, but I haven't gone up. And I said, well, today's your day. And she got healed from asthma. That night. Come on. Praise God. Senior in high school right here. She said, God, you tell her. He said, no, I told you to tell her. <laughs> Praise God. So proud of your bold faith. Hallelujah. Miracles flowing for that. I prayed. It wasn't even that long ago. Maybe this year I prayed over your hands that God was going to use you to bring healing to people. Praise God. Anybody else have a testimony they want to share? Who raised their hand over here just now? Okay, girl, I'll come in there next. Dude, this is a cool shirt too, bro. I'm going to need to borrow this. <laughs> so for, for those of you who don't know me, my name is Adrian. Um, this is pretty straightforward, but I didn't have the best upbringing. 
Um, my parents divorced when I was nine, and uh, I had to go through everything with my sister, uh, who is here today. She's visiting from, from Utah. She brought her boyfriend and her family. And um, when I found God, it wasn't too long ago. It was about five to six months ago. And uh, God was working in my sister's life around the same time, even though that she was in another state. And uh, this weekend is the first time that she's came out to Texas. And I got a chance to uh, express to her my testimony. And it changed something in her heart. We grew up putting up walls and it was just really tough to get through life without God. And so um, this weekend, she ended up getting, getting baptized. She got baptized yesterday. <laughs> she, she came into my house and, and she felt the Holy Spirit through my testimony. She felt... God just being there for her, and she was able to give her life up to God, and uh, she spoke in tongues, and, and that's a gift that God only gives certain people, and I'm just thankful uh, the way that God has been moving in my life, and I know that it's pouring onto the people around me, and we're going to change lives, and I'm just, praise God. <laughs> praise God. Wow. Praise God. Adrian testified one night this week. I think it's for the prayer night. We had a prayer night on Monday night, and it got overtaken with testimonies. <laughs> I mean that in a good way. And somebody asked me afterwards, they're like, hey, there's a lot of testimonies. I thought I was like for prayer. And, you know, I told them, and they were just asking a genuine question. I told them, I said, you know, sometimes when you're praying to God, you just get in a mode of thanking him for how good he is. And that's good. And that's what we did Monday night. We just, we shifted it. And we were just telling God over and over again, person in person again, how good he was and what, he, what we had seen him do. So praise God. So Adrian testified that night. Ask him about it. He'll tell you the whole story. But he was pumping gas and the Holy Spirit said, go buy this guy gas. This guy's been a Christian for six months. And I know people that have been Christian for six years that are more disobedient than that. They wouldn't do it. They'd make a reason why they shouldn't do that or whatever. And I'm like, not here, but, you know, everywhere else. <laughs> Out authentic, we'd just do whatever God says. Boom, in a second, you know. Just sell your house and give it to the poor. We just do it. It doesn't matter. And because God will just bless us. It, it doesn't, it, it's, we've seen too much. So he walks over. He offers the guy gas. The guy says no. Adrian's feeling like, ah, oh, that was a flop, God. What the heck? <laughs> so he pumps his gas and feeling like, okay, well, at least I was obedient, you know, whatever. And the guy comes back out while Adrian's still pumping his gas and was like, hey, man, I don't need any gas, but would you pray for me? <laughs> He's like, yes, I will. <laughs> Prays for him. And I'm telling you, man, the, the boldness on him and the prayer he prayed to believe what God's going to do in this, this guy's life is no question why the Lord's doing stuff in his family. So praise God for your encounter with him and getting baptized. Praise God for your obedience, both of them. <laughs> That's awesome. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, over here, I was going to come to JP. Hallelujah. Thank you, brother. How are you? Good, buddy. Good to see you, by the way. You too, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. God bless you. Yeah. God bless everybody. Yep. So I was, uh, last Wednesday, uh, my mother passed, and it, I mean, it was, it was a, you know, there's so much beauty. Had I not given my life to Jesus and been obedient for the last five years to be able to 
creates some form of miracle at that, on that day as we're holding hands that nobody does in the ER and singing with family members. That there's, I know everybody here has walls that they've uh, put up uh, over the years, and um, you think that they're impenetrable. But I, I can assure you that each one of you can lead the way for that transition into family again and love and unconditional. I mean, it's just, and you'll be the leader to do it unconditionally. But my, my, my Aunt uh, Debbie, she was sitting there, and uh, she's kind of, you know, a little a cynical, beautiful little woman. But she, she had uh, some, some terrible back pain. She's getting ready to go into surgery. They're going to do a crazy plate on the front of her chest and all kinds of stuff. And, you know, we're, you know this is a different environment. Differently, she might not accept it, but can I pray for you? So as I'm putting my hand on her back, about this far away from her back before I touch her, I feel a rib in my finger. And as I continue to push my hand, it popped. It was a loud pop. And I go, did you hear that? And she goes, no, you know. And so I just continued to pray on her. Immediate pain gone and healing. Two days later, healing. And when I did, it was tough because I had to suppress, but I did the eulogy at the funeral uh, Friday. And, uh, but, I mean, I'm telling you, that event and uh, all the family chains from previous animosities and different demonic controls all broke on Friday. And uh, we'll just pray that that continues. And, I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost is flowing, folks, so tap into the Holy Ghost. Right, amen. Praise God. Praise God. Yes. Anybody else want to testify? And then I'm coming back there. You can stand up. You can sit down. Whatever you want. All right. Um, so um, I'm a part of a Facebook group. It's like free edits for Photoshop. People are like, hey, I want this removed or whatever. This girl and her family... Um, she posted a picture. They went to Disney World, and um, she has some condition where um, her muscles in her face no longer um, work. I guess she can't smile. So people are ruthless, you know, um, and they just were, like, editing her. Here's a smile. Here's a smile. And she shared her testimony of um, kind of, like, what happened. Well, uh, I just decided, or, you know, the Holy Spirit was like, pray for her in the comments. And I was like, okay. So I prayed for her, and um, over the week, there was over 60 people that um, responded to the uh, the comment that liked it or loved it, and I had three other pe- women come to me and ask for prayer, um, and so I sent out miracle hankies, and I'm just believing in the name of Jesus that um, they will be complete healing in those families and for her as well, and it was just a powerful thing to see people hungry, you know, in a random Facebook group. The Lord is just like, you know, you're not there just because I like to edit and help things out too. But anyways, it was powerful. So I'm excited to hear those testimonies. Praise God. Wow. Praise God. Did you mail the hankies? <laughs> in the Facebook group, people in the comments, you're mailing a miracle hankies. They don't know you. Praise God. Yeah, the miracles are going to happen. That's over. That, there's no question about that. There's no question about that. If you don't mail nobody a miracle hanky, you don't know them and God's not in it. Like, uh, yesterday, I was um, at uh, one of the groups, and when I left the group, I immediately started feeling a, a tightness in my chest that I'd really, I never felt before, to the point where I was kind of getting scared. I was like, this, is, this isn't right, like something's not right, and we were, we were driving, and I was like, I'm just going to start praying, so I just started praying like, Lord, you're the healer. I'm declaring healing. Like this pain in my chest has to flee. There's no place for it. 
And it started immediately just kind of started softening. And then I was like, okay, it's, this, this is good. And so I kind of leaned back and it started coming back. And Cameron was like, are you okay? And he was like, do you want to go to the hospital? I was like, no, I just, I just need you to pray over me. So he like, we were just pulling into the apartments and he stopped and put his hand right here and he just started praying. And I went to bed and I woke up this morning and there's absolutely no tightness in my chest. Praise God. Praise God. to when my mother passed at 6 p.m. Uh, on last Wednesday, Kelly had introduced herself to a man at lunch at the cafeteria at the hospital at Dallas Methodist. She came, he came over the table, salvation. Uh, he gave his life to Jesus. My mom passed at 6 and we went to a restaurant in, art, in Bishop's Art District, waitress, salvation. So we had two salvations on the passing of my mother. Praise God. He, yes, yes. He's doing more. Praise God. Praise God. So um, my husband, Scott, and I have been looking for a house since April. And we've just been waiting on the Lord, waiting on the Lord just for the right place. And this past Saturday, we went and found this place. And we walked in, and I immediately could just feel just peace when I walked in. And I was like, okay, Lord, I feel like this is our house, but it was way over budget. And I was like, okay, Lord, I'm going to watch you do a miracle. And that was Saturday we looked at, Sunday morning we came to church, and the whole sermon I was just praying, and I just felt so much peace about it. And I was like, and I heard him say during your sermon, he said, watch me do the miracle. And I was like, okay. So then we put in our offer on Monday, and we put an offer for 80000 less than what it was originally listed for. And we heard the Lord say, ask for $20,000 in closing costs for the buy-down interest rate and to cover all your closing. And I was like, that's asking. So we're basically asking for almost $100,000 here. And I was like, Lord, I'm going to watch you do the miracle. So we put our offer in. We pray. We pray. We feel peace. And Tuesday night, we were just like, Lord, are we making the right decision? Scott comes to miracle night. And you prophesied, said over him, you said, you're making the, the Lord said you're making the right choices. And I was like, Scott, that's for the house. And, and I had no idea. Had I'm no like closing idea. out the night. I'm like, everybody have a great night. By the way, Scott. And then just gave him this word. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, they, the realtor called the next day and she was like, hey, this is already listed at the lowest they can possibly list. I don't think there's any way they're giving you the 20K, maybe 5K. Then she was like, I just, she was just very, very adamant that, that our offer was just, they were not going to accept it. And this is their realtor. And um, our realtor just said, and, you know, he's a believer, and he just said, heard the Lord say, don't say anything. So he said nothing. She calls him back an hour later, and she goes, okay, the sellers agreed to everything. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. That's good. doesn't matter what it is God says to do it. It works. Hi. Hi. So um, one Tuesday night I came by myself and um, I had shared with you that I felt, you know, like I was by myself in this walk with the Lord because um, there was events, church events that I would go to by myself without my family. And uh, this weekend I went to a revival 
that my cousin had asked me to go to on Friday night. And so I went after work. And um, coming back from the, from the revival, there was chaos at my house. There was a lot of going on. Um, and so, of course, I ended up going to bed praying. And uh, I woke up the next morning, and I wasn't going to go just because I felt like my husband and my children needed me at the house more. But God said, how can I fight your battles if you don't put me first? So I went again to the revival again yesterday morning. And um, everything was good. And this morning, Arthur and Ricky brought Andy with them to church. And Arthur said that Andy came up here and got saved and wanted to get baptized. And he's only 12 years old. So I know God's doing this thing with my family. Yes, he did. Praise God. Praise God. He came down and he wanted to get saved and baptized. Praise God. This morning, three hours ago. Hallelujah. Anybody else? That's so powerful. So powerful. Won't he do it? I want to give you an update on my coworker. Um, last two weeks ago, um, she took her four-year-old son to the doctor for a routine checkup, and they found a mass in his testicles. So they had to send him for an ultrasound, and she was like, I don't know how I'm going to pay for this. Like, this is, I don't know what this is. And I was like, you just got to give it to God. Like, and last Sunday when we got the miracle handkerchiefs, um, I forgot to bring it to work with me to give it to her, but I sent her a picture of it and I told her that we were praying and we went to work and I prayed and I was like, hey, whatever they saw before or felt before, whenever you go is going to be gone. They're not going to find anything. And whatever financial burden you have for having to pay for this ultrasound is going to be taken care of. And came back to work the next day. I was like, any report? She said, no, nothing yet. She said, I keep calling, though, and they keep saying nothing. So then she kept calling. And I was like, hey, why do you keep calling? And she was like, well, they keep saying, you know, there's nothing to report. There's no further testing. And she was like, but I keep calling because that doesn't make any sense. I'm like, it does make sense because we asked and we declared that there would be nothing on the ultrasound. And, yeah, there's nothing to report. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. So not only do the miracle handkerchiefs work, the digital miracle handkerchiefs work. <laughs> Praise God. That's good, man. That's good. You could have saved $1.50. You could have saved $1.50. No, that's good. Praise God. I knew it would be, and we agreed when it, last Sunday, both together, us standing there, that, that would, there would be nothing there. In Jesus' name, and it's sure enough going to be the truth. Anybody else? Praise God. Praise God. I, here's, here's what I believe for today. I want to take opportunity, and I want to pray over anyone that's been wrestling back and forth in their obedience. And I'm not trying to call you out like, oh, you're being disobedient, come down. It's just God's given you something to be obedient in, and it's been difficult, or you feel like you're trying to do it, but you can't do it. And I know this, that when God called his people and said, go out to the city of Jericho and walk around the walls, there was probably plenty of people that thought, I don't know, man. And they had just got into their promised land and supernaturally crossed a river. And so it's, like, it's not like they hadn't seen God move. The, everyone who was there was younger. And the, those people who were there, most of them had even 
at least heard the stories of the Red Sea. If not, they were children walking across in the Red Sea. And so they had seen miracles happen. They'd seen manna come from heaven. They had seen incredible things. But even still, just having to say, okay, I'm going to be obedient. When God says to do something, I'm going to do exactly what he says. When he tells me to tell my coworker there's going to be nothing there, I'm going to say it by faith and trust that God is good. 